What's going on, everybody? We are live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pain Fighters Podcast. I am Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Liu. Um, as you all know, uh, I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church, where my pastor is the prophet Willie C. Townsend. My co-pastor is Prophetess Denise Townsend. Um, I am not the pastor of the Word Evangelistic Church. I'm just the minister that presides under my pastor, uh, Prophet Willie C. Townsend, which also has a, a YouTube channel. Uh, by all means, please go over to the Word Evangelistic Church uh, and YouTube channel and check them out because by all means, if you love what you hear from me, you're going to love even more so. Love, 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 crazy love what you hear from my pastor. You know, he's been in the ministry for, you know, almost 50 years, I think. And, you know, he's 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 very well versed. He, he knows his stuff. All right. And, you know, by all means, uh, you know, I'm I'm a minister ordained by God. He's a prophet ordained by God. Trust me, there's a, you know, and then I, like I always tell everybody, all of my knowledge and wisdom of how to break down the word of God and things of that nature come from him. He's the one that taught me. And like the Bible said, no student is greater than his master. So, you know, what I'm saying my pastor, by all means, go listen to him. Um but for those of you that for whatever reason cannot get over to listen to my pastor on YouTube or you can't tune into him on whatever local television station you are, check your local listings for the Word Evangelistic Church on television. Um, you can go to wordevangelisticchurch.com and you can look up, uh, you know, the listings of whatever it is that we got going on. Um, but if you can't listen to him on YouTube, you can't catch him on television, by all means, keep tuning me in. I'm happy to have you guys here. Do me a favor. Give me some, some clicks, likes, and subscribes. This way it helps me to spread the gospel. Not so much as, you know, that I care about the YouTube algorithm, but I do care about spreading the gospel unto other people. And this, the click likes and subscribes helps to YouTube to put my face in front of other people that are not getting the truth. And that's my main concern. I want people to hear the truth. Um, by all means, go over to any place where podcasts are listened to and look up Reverend Lyle Lewis podcast. And yeah, man, thanks for tuning in. And I'm happy to have you guys here. We're going to go ahead and dive into our lesson on today. Um, as you guys know, uh, by all means, uh, keep looking out for things done by Lutown Productions. I got a lot of big things coming up, uh, making some, some very big moves. Pretty soon we're going to be on television. Um, so yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we're moving up in this world. That's right. So we're doing big things, but without further ado, we're going to dive into this lesson. So today's lesson is taken from Galatians, the second chapter, the fourth verse, and it reads as thus. And that because of false brethren unaware brought in who came in privately to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they may bring us into bondage. Now, the, the, the title of today's lesson will be Stolen Liberty. All right. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about, you know, this type of subject of stolen liberty is because there's different ways that one's liberty is stolen. And, you know, unfortunately, if you don't know something, then you don't know. If you don't know that there's a threat, you don't know necessarily how to guard against that threat. You know what I'm saying? If Satan is coming in and trying to do something to you and you don't really know that he is like there trying to really like get you and things of that nature. You're not necessarily going to know exactly how to fight off Satan's advances. You're not going to know how to fight off Satan's attacks. But if you know, if you have the knowledge, if you've got, you know what I'm saying, the understanding of things, it helps you to guard yourself better in life. It helps you to guard yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, naturally. You know, it helps you to guard against Satan. It helps you to guard against people. It helps you to guard against your mind. 
And you know, that's very important in this Christian journey because when you're saved, you have to guard yourself on all points at all different types of areas. So Satan, you know, like the Bible says, Satan comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. He's looking for any area that he can to creep in, to try to seep him in, to seep in, to try to, you know, mess things up for you. You know what I'm saying? Especially to mess things up. If he can't mess up your life, then he'll just mess up the salvation. If he can mess up the salvation, he's already messed up the life. You know what I'm saying? But if he can't mess up your salvation, then he'll just try to give you a lot of hardships in life. But here's the thing, you know, even though Satan tries to do things to you, you're still under the protection of God. Satan can't do anything unless God gives you gives him permission to do it. Look at the book of Job, how God had to give permission to Satan to for him to afflict Job, you know, for him to test Job because God knew what was in Job. You know what I'm saying? But you also got to understand it's up to you as the individual to guard yourself. It's up to you as the individual to protect yourself because if you don't, if you're not protecting yourself, if you're not on guard, and, and Satan can come in and he can do a lot of damage to your spirit. He can do a lot of damage to your mind. He can do a lot of damage to your life because he'll move you to do things against God and against your salvation and against yourself, which will hinder you in many different ways. So this is the reason why I want to bring this out. So that then this way you have an idea of what to look for. You have knowledge and understanding of how Satan will operate in these different areas. So that then this way you can guard yourself better and protect yourself spiritually. All right. So, um, we're going to go and take it fourth verse and that because of false brethren unawares brought in. Now, what do I mean by false brother? Now, you got to understand, uh, we got to be aware of religious individuals and religions who try to deceive us from the truth. Okay. You have it where many religions, and when I say religions, I mean just that religions and religious people. There's a difference between people that are religious and people that are saved. Okay. An individual that's saved is going to live the word of God all the way. A religious person is only going to do things part way. They're only going to do things according to what they like or what they think or how they feel. They're not going to fulfill the whole realm of what God would have for them to do according to the word of God. Religious people are just only going to do things, you know, that make them look like they're saved. That make them look like they're serving God. That make them, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to just basically like just hold, you know, a, a format. Of salvation whereas an individual that's saved is not we're not trying to hold a format i am not trying to hold a format no i'm saved meaning i live saved i live according to the word of god there's things that the word of god tells me not to do that my flesh wants to do i don't do it there's things that the word of god tells me not to to, to look at to think to feel i don't do it whatever the word tells me to do that's what i do whether my feelings say different my flesh says different my mind says different circumstances around me say that i should go this way or go that way people in or outside of different churches and organizations and family members and all the gun no matter what they say i stick to the word of god that's the difference between an individual that's saved and an individual that's religious an individual that's religious will go their own way they'll do their own thing Normally, you know, that's just basically me saying a religious person is a nice way of calling you a hypocrite. If you're religious, I'm just calling you a basically I'm just saying you're a hypocrite. So you got to be aware of hypocrites. You got to be aware of people who just want to, they just want, they just want to go to church. That's all they want. And they'll tell, they'll try to come in and they'll try to tell you how you serving God is wrong according to the standard of their religious standard. Or you have it where some churches, they're only teaching people just to be religious. 
but you have to be aware of that because again i tell everybody this on all of my podcasts on all of my uh my all of my uh uh live videos you have to be aware of these teachers out here they are teaching you that are teaching you wrong not all of them are not all of them but there are many there's more there's more out there's more churches and more pastors out here teaching people the wrong way to serve god than there are ministers out there that's teaching people the right way to serve god okay now mind you a lot of times you get it where when you're in a good church when you're truly serving god that's normally when satan comes in with through some kind of religion or some type of other person and wants to come in and give their two cents about you know how they think you're serving god and they want to tell you oh you shouldn't do this or it doesn't take all that or you know uh uh, uh you know they want they want to tell you like uh, how much money you should give to the church they want to tell you how much tithes you're supposed to pay they want to tell you how to you know they want to dictate your donations they want to dictate your time oh it don't take all that amount of time to to be in church it don't take all this money to look understand this if that person was meant to be followed god would have made them your pastor okay if god puts you under a true spiritual leader a man of god that is truly teaching you the right ways of god i suggest you listen to and obey whatever the man of god that god puts you under be obedient to him and him only forget what these other people are saying forget what these other religions are saying forget what these other pastors are saying because again if god wanted you to listen to them that's where he would have put you. But if God puts you in a good church under a good pastor, listen to that man. Whatever, like the Bible says, render unto their dues, render the respect and everything else that is due unto them because this is the one that God put as the leader of the church, as the angel of the church. So you have to be careful of how people want to come in and manipulate you and deceive you to do things contrary to what you've been taught. See, when we're taught how to do something, immediately Satan moves in and he tries to rush in and steal away what you've been taught. This is what I was saying in messages ago. Go listen to it um, in the the whole session that I have about uh, uh, the, the 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 seed in the soil. I was teaching about that about I don't know. I think it was about a year ago, a year or two ago. But you know, it's you know, go check out the podcast. Uh, uh, please go check out the podcast. Those of you that are on podcast, come check me out on YouTube. Help me out. Likes, clicks, clicks, likes, and subscribes. Help me out. Help me put this in front of other people. But if you go check out the podcast of where I was talking about uh, the seed in the sower, where I did that whole series, you'll hear how I was teaching you how uh, Satan comes in and he steals word like the word of God says. When the word of God is sown, Satan immediately comes and he steals it. Well, how does he steal it? He steals it through your mind. He steals it through what you think, how you feel. He steals it through other people telling you what you should do. Okay? Satan has many different ways of stealing the word of God from you. And he does it, a lot of times, he does it with, like, you know, he does it through the conversation of people that are close to you. Friends and family that you love, honor, and respect very highly. He will come and try to use them as a means to take away from you what it is that God gave to you. If God gave you the word of God and he gave you salvation, he will use people around you to take it back from you. Why? Satan doesn't want you saved. Satan does not want your soul redeemed so that in this way, when you die, your sins are not counted on you. Satan wants you to join him in hell. Now, you got a lot of people that are like, I won't be there. Make sure that you listen to the word of God. Make sure that you stand up to the word of God in the way that the word of God is asking you to. If the word of God tells you to do something, do it. If it tells you not to do something, don't do it. Don't get angry and justify, or think, justify yourself against the word of God. And please, please, 
please don't let anyone come in and deceive what you have heard. See, this is what happened with the Galatian church. With the Galatian church, let me go in. Um, um, it was uh, in 1 and 6. It says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel. This is what I was talking about when I said that people come in. You have it where many different people come in with their religions or with their, with their versions of the Bible or even worse, their understanding. They will bring the truth to you. See, this is how Satan operates. Satan will come in with the Bible, the same version, because unfortunately there are many different versions of the Bible. You've got the King James Version, you've got the whatever the Jehovah's Witness Version, which I think is the New International Version. Um, you know, I, 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 there's there's the Quran, you know, there's the Catholic Bible, you know, and, and all of them have, like, there's a lot of, there's different, they, they, they all have many different things. Some of them are just worded differently, and some of them just have stuff that's just but the Bible says there's one faith, one baptism. It says there's only one God. So understand, now mind you, I'm not necessarily trying to say, hey, look, you know, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Understand this. I'm not putting down anyone's faith in what they believe, but what I'm telling you is what I believe. And I believe the Holy Bible. I believe the King James Version, okay? That's what I go by. I go by the King James Version of the Word of God. And, you know, I advise anybody that's going by the Word of God if you're living the word of God, don't let anyone deceive you or turn you from it. See, what happened with the Galatian church is they let other people come in and teach the word of God and tell them this and tell them that and tell them the stuff about the circumcision and tell them stuff about, you know, uh, the law. And then they were just quickly, they just started following after that. That's the reason why Paul said, how are you so quickly removed from what you've been taught? See, you got to understand when the word of God comes to you and you hear the word of God, you have to lock it in your mind. You got to lock it in your heart. You got to lock it in your spirit because instantly there's going to be many different ways Satan's going to try to come and take it from you. He's going to try to take it from other teaching. He's going to try to take it from you through other people, through your own mind, by distracting you. You ever been sitting in church or uh, uh, listening to the, listen to the pastor preaching for whatever reason, your mind is just everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. That's another way. That Satan comes in and to, 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 to steal your liberty. How is he trying to steal your liberty through that? Because if you're missing bits and pieces of the word of God, you never know what bits and pieces that is that's helping you to get delivered from whatever it is that you're battling. This is the reason why when the word of God is going forth, you need to give God your utmost attention. You need to give him, you know, your full mind, your full attention. Give him all of that because you never know what God may say. That'll help you to get saved, get delivered, to, 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 to get the victory over Satan. You never know. There's the smallest things that we miss that, you know what I'm saying? If you look in the Bible, it was the smallest things that the people did. Uh, 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 very small things that got them judged by God. It was very small things. Like you look at Moses, right? He was told to speak to the rock. He smote it. He hit the rock. He had smote the rock. And that just please God, something so small kept Moses out of the promised land. Small stuff. So you got to make sure that you, when you're dealing with God, when you're dealing with the word of God, you have to pay 
close attention because see you also have to understand it's the small details that satan will come in mind you satan doesn't always come in with big lies sometimes it's small lies this is remember remember how i said earlier how people will come to you with the bible they will come to you with whatever bible that you're you know that you believe and they'll be like hey look xyz They'll tell you, the word of God said this, the word of God said that, and in, in, in such and such scripture, and such and such book says this, and that, that, and this. Okay, so automatically they do that so that Satan has them do this to come and get your attention. Now that he's got your attention, now he starts taking the word of God, he starts taking the truth, and start dropping in little pieces of lies, little bits. Just a piece here, a piece there, a little chunk here, a little chunk there, all right? little bits and pieces and then as you start to believe the little bit he starts to drop in more and more and more and more it's just like when you're making uh it's just like when you're making kool-aid right anybody that's ever made kool-aid notice you put in a little bit of sugar you stir it up you taste it not enough not sweet enough you put in a little bit more sugar put in a little bit more sugar put in a little bit more until it gets to you right it's the same way with satan Satan starts dropping in little bits and little bits and little bits and little bits and the more that you listen to him The more bits he starts to drop in until the point where he can get you so deceived Where he can just flat out lie to you and you just believe it Why? Because you allowed yourself to be so far deceived You allowed yourself to get so far gone and whatever it is that he was saying Contrary to what you've been taught that now he knows that he's got your mind trapped See, this is how Satan comes in and steals your liberty. He comes in and he entraps the mind. This is the reason why the Bible says that your mind was branded with a hot iron. I mean, you were brainwashed. You were just put in a position where you were seared, where your mind was seared with a hot iron. That's what it said. Seared, that's what the word says. Your mind was seared with a hot iron. You get it where, you know, Satan deceives you so much and then, and then he finalized it by just, you know, this reason why I say, you know, you have to be very careful of how Satan comes in to steal your liberty. He steals your liberty in many ways through your mind, through your flesh, through your spirit, through your freedom in God and in life. The, Satan comes in, you know, if you don't believe that Satan comes in and he steals an individual's liberty, look at how the Bible was talking about when, when Solomon was talking about he saw the young man void of understanding that got caught by the harlot on the corner. He said her house was a house of, of, of hell. I said that her house led to death. Now, does that sound like a man who walked into a good situation? No. Satan comes to try to deceive you away from God. He comes to try to steal you back from, from, from Christ and steal you out of your salvation, all right? Now, you gotta understand your salvation is not based on what clothes you wear, or what you do or don't eat. It's not based on traditions or certain days. Your salvation is based on faith and obedience to the word of God. Why do I say that? Because you got it just like how the people did with the book of, uh, uh, in, in the book of Galatians. They came in trying to tell them about uh, 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 holy days and, and this and that. And you, you know, you gotta be circumcised and you gotta go through this ritual and that ritual. Look, dude, I went to a church. I, I remember when I was, I was 13 years old, I went to a church. All right, where um, uh, we had to take we had to take a class. We had to take a class. No lie, we had to take a class and pass. They can take class, get graded on this class, and pass the class in order for us to get saved. That's how you got saved in the church. You had to pass a class. 
all people who got saved before you can get baptized, you had to pass this class. You had to get a certificate of completion of this class. Without that certificate of completion, you were not allowed to get saved in this church. See, they try to tell you all kinds of things. So, so many different churches, they try to tell you many different ways to get saved. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? Now, oh, here you go, you're saved. Well, does this ensure my salvation all the way to the end? They're not telling me, hey, look, you got to keep your salvation. They're not telling me, hey, look, you know, salvation comes from the heart. No, they're telling me salvation comes from me passing this class. Now, mind you, I was a kid then, so I don't know if my parents had to actually pay for the class, but I'm just saying... That, you know, like, since when, when the Bible says freely you receive, freely you give. The word of God, it comes to you freely. I don't have to go and take a class to, 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 to be saved. Why do I say that I don't have to take a class? I'll tell you why. Because the, 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 they, they gave no teaching behind that class. It wasn't that they were like, hey, look, you know, we're just giving, you know, we, you know, you have to maintain your salvation. Um, you know, you got to uphold the word of God. You got to live uh, a holy lifestyle. None of that was in there. All it was was, you know, hey, you know, learn the Bible and learn the statutes of the church and learn this and learn that. And then after that, hey, you're saved. People try to do the lesser. See, man tries to do as little as possible to get by. But you can't do as little as possible when you're dealing with God. When you're dealing with God, you gotta do you gotta give God what he's asking for. If not, give God, if not, you're if if not, you gotta give him more than what he's asking for. Okay? Because you know, just doing just enough is not gonna allow you to get by. Even the even the world came out, you know what I'm saying? Even the gospel song say 99 and a half won't do. So if you deal with man, man doesn't want you to do anything halfway. You can't go to work and give God just a small portion of what you're supposed to do at work. You, I tell you what, show up part of the, show up, show up half of the time at work. If you're supposed to be there five days a week, show up three. Show up four. Don't call in, and, and, and here it is, don't call in. Show up four days without calling in. Come late, come just show up whenever you want to, come late. When you get there, you do your job halfway. You do just bits and pieces of the job that you feel is always the easiest. Pick and choose what you want to do and what rules you want to follow in the job. I guarantee you that is well a one-way ticket to getting fired. So if man doesn't want you to do things halfway, God doesn't want you to do things halfway. Where do you think man gets all the standards, statutes, limitations, laws, rules, and everything else from? It all starts from the word of God. Believe it or not, it all starts from the word of God. Every law that has been made somehow, some way based off what the Bible says. So if man has enough common sense to say, hey, look, if you're going to do something for us, you got to do your best. Why wouldn't God want the best from you? Why would it be that God would want you to come in and just do as you think that you want to do? But see, when you get let Satan get a hold of your mind, that's how he's going to have you to be. He's going to have you turn out to be the kind of individual that's like, oh, I can just do this. Or, oh, I can just do that. It doesn't take this. It doesn't take that. Okay, hey, look, you know, uh, 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 mind you, whatever holidays you, uh, you celebrate, whatever traditions you have, none of that is what's going to save you. None of that is what's going to help get you into heaven. 
when you stand before God, you can tell God all day, oh, I kept the Sabbath, um, I kept doggone Ramadan, 4th of July, Halloween, whatever. Whatever holiday you think is, 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 is you're upholding, oh, I upheld Christmas to the fullest and I didn't let the world tell me it's called Xmas. We call it Christmas and we put the, the, the nativity scene in front of our house every year. None of that's going to matter in the eyesight of God, okay? None of it. You, the, 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 the traditions that you keep, I don't care if it's communion, I don't care if it's lighting the dog on uh, uh, candles for Hanukkah, I don't care what it is. Your traditions, your holidays, your, 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 you know what I'm saying, what you eat and what you, none of that's going to matter in the eyesight of God. He's going to look at his word. The Bible said, I exalt my word. This is what God said in the word of God. He said, I exalt my word above all of my name so what is all of god's name this is any holidays any traditions anything a prayer dog or any the word of god comes first if you're not obedient to the word of god scratch everything else none of else nothing, nothing else matters why because god gave you the rules to follow he said hey i want this this that this and the other man what man came in with tradition and holidays and this and that and that and this to try to try to be like we won't do that but we'll do this instead that's not how god works that's not how god works now mind you there are some you know in the bible they do tell us about certain traditions and things like that and you know blah 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 but even those that are in the bible still if you're not being obedient to god scratch those traditions as well the Bible said, I exalt my word above all my name, everything. You can't go to God saying, I do, I wasn't obedient to your rules, but I did this and did that and did that. No, 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 no. God wants to see that you did the whole thing. That's the reason why he said, eat the whole roll. What does that mean? Everything that I've laid out before you, I want you to take it in and be obedient to it. Everything that I've laid before you, I want you to live it. Everything that I've laid before you, I want you to accept it and grow thereby, live thereby, operate in that way. But see, like I said, man wants to do the bits and pieces that he wants to do. Man wants to come and go as he pleases. Man wants to say, I'll do this and that should be good enough. I'll do that and you know, God should understand. You gotta understand what God understands above all things is his word. He gave you the rules. He gave you the understanding. He gave you the knowledge. He gave you the statutes, the standards, the requirements, and the commandments. He gave it all to you in this little book. 66 books. He gave it to you all through there. If you're not willing to be obedient to this, then anything else that you're doing is, is in vain. The Bible says, except the Lord build the house. Well, how does he build the house? He builds it through the word of God. But see, when you're somebody who wants to do things your way, see, Satan gets behind you, and that's another way that he steals your liberty, by allowing you to deceive yourself. See, you gotta be careful of you, other people, Satan. You gotta be careful of many different things, because Satan is very tricky, very cunning. We know this. This is really why the Bible tells us we're not ignorant of the devil's devices, because we know how Satan comes, and if you don't know, please continue to listen. I'm gonna tell you all the different ways that Satan comes. And if you don't hear from me, please, by all means, go to the Word Evangelistic Church channel. Prophet Townsend will tell you all he, we got, Prophet Townsend's got, I just started, um, I just started my YouTube video, uh, uh, just this year. This is like still relatively new. 
You know what I'm saying? As you can tell, because I'm still, hell, I still don't know how to fade to black yet. You know, that's why I keep saying at the end of all my videos, I'm going to learn to fade to black. You know, my videos aren't edited. I, that's the reason why I go live a lot of times, because, you know what I'm saying? The channel's still new. My podcast I, has been out since 2018. Uh, the Reverend Lyle Lewis podcast has been out since 2018. Private Townsend has been on television and has been on YouTube and has been on all different kinds of media outlets since before I came to the church in 2000. He was on the radio and television before I got to the church. So that tells you something. All right. So now he's been on YouTube. I want to say he's been on YouTube. Um, God. Um, for quite some time. I don't know. I, I don't even remember when. I think it was 2015. 2014, 2015, 2013, something like that, where we started, where we jumped on YouTube and we started doing YouTube videos, putting our, putting the YouTube channels out there. So he's got hundreds. He's got hundreds of, 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 of messages that you can go and listen to. You know what I'm saying? By all means, go listen to Word Evangelist Church of Prophet Townsend. You know, he will break it down to you. So the thing is, like, that's the reason why I'm saying, like, you know, if you really want to learn, there's ways to learn. God has opened up the door for you to learn. So this is the reason why I'm saying, you know, if you don't know, you have a way. God has a way for you to learn. God's not just going to leave you just out there just with no knowledge and no understanding. But see, when you want to do things your way, when you want to do things the way that you feel as though they should be done, you're not going to care about how God wants things done. You know, the only thing you care about is what you want, what's convenient for you, what's easy for you. Serving God is not about what's easy and convenient for you. Uh-uh. Because now you're putting you above God. You're serving God, not the other way around. You're doing what is supposed to be done to be pleasing unto God. But see, Satan will come in and he'll deceive you to make you think that salvation is all just about you. It's about what you want. It's about how you feel. Do things that, you know, do what's good and what, mm -mm. put God first. Let the Lord lead you and direct you in the way that you should go. All right. Now, if certain things are done that you feel is sinful, then fine. You know, we got, like the Bible says, anything that's not done of faith is, a, is sin. You know, you do have people who are like, I don't eat pork or I don't, you know, this or I don't that. Okay, there's many different things that some people do. They feel as though, and that's fine if that's what you don't do. But again, like I said, if you're not living up to the word of God, then you might as well go ahead and do it. Don't tell me, uh, 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 I don't drink, but you're living in fornication. You might as well go ahead and drink. Don't tell me I don't eat pork, but here it is, uh, 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 you, 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 you. You don't pay your tithes. You don't live according to the word of God. You can't sit up here and have it be where here it is. Okay, you want to talk about this one little religious thing that you do or don't do because the Bible says that, you know, that's what the people should do. But here it is, all the other things that the Bible tells you that you should and should not do. You just threw all that. You just disallowed that. You won't even listen to that. If you're not going to be obedient to all the word of God, then forget whatever little rituals, traditions, or whatever else that you got going on. None of that matters in the eyesight of God. But if you're living the word of God, if you're truly living the word of God and there are certain things that you don't do, then that's, hey, look, more power to you. Those things are sinful unto you because that's the standard that you set. You know what I'm saying? That's what you believe is, you know, your walk with God, that's how you believe it should be. But mind you, if 
you're somebody who is serving God. And again, I'm not downplaying anybody who believes this, that, that, this, or the other is a part of their salvation of what they should and should not do. As long, again, as long as you're being obedient to the word of God to the fullest, you know what I'm saying? Let the word of God break down to you what it is that is of liberty and is not of liberty. What it is that is sinful and is not sinful. I'll let the word of God deal with you on that. But whether you're somebody who has certain things that you do and don't do, or whether you're somebody who, hey, I can do all things. If you're living the word of God, then you have to be careful of how people come in and try to deceive you. Because again, like I said, the main thing that Satan wants to do is confuse you, deceive you, or cut you off from the word of God and cut you off from God. So that then this way he can deal with your mind. He can deal with your salvation. He can deal with your feelings. He can deal with how you do things. Okay? Now, these things are just sins for you. Now, see, man will tell you to dress and eat and, and all these other kinds of things, but they won't tell you to live holy. See, this is the reason why I'd say you have to be very careful of these people who are just hypocrites and religious and, 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 and all these other kinds of stuff. People who they more or less, they hang more up. They hang a salvation more up on a religion than they do based the word of God. They hang their, they hang things up more on the church more than they do the word of God. They hang the things up more than on the teaching and the wisdom and the knowledge of the word of God. You gotta be very careful. They're gonna tell you what to eat. They're gonna tell you things, ways to dress. Understand this. Like I said, if you feel a certain way about it, then that's you. That Those things are sin to you, providing that you're living the word of God. Providing you're living holy according to the word of God, those things are sinful to you. But then there's others who they, they don't believe that these things are sinful to them. And these religious people will just come in and say, don't do this, don't do that, you shouldn't be doing that. And again, like I said, they're going to sprinkle in little bits and pieces of the word of God to make it sound like what they're telling you is true. But again, where's the holiness? Where's the righteousness? Where's the live unto God the way that the Lord wants you to live? Where is that? No, they want to tell you more about how you how to dress. Understand this. You can dress as holy as you want to and still go to hell. You can dress as holy as you want to and still be in lust. You can dress as holy as you want to. You cannot eat pork, uh, shrimp, crab, lobster, whatever the hell it is that you don't eat and still be sinning in the eyesight of God. Still die and go to hell. If you're not going to eat this, that, that, and this, don't be in lust either. If you're not going to drink or eat or wear pants or whatever, wear makeup or whatever the hell it is that you do or don't want to do according to somebody's religion, now, okay, fine. Make sure you're being fully obedient to the word of God. Make sure you're not lusting after nobody that, that you're not married to. Make sure you're not stealing. Make sure that you're living holy according to the word of God. Make sure that, you know what I'm saying, you're not confessing. Make sure you don't hate your brother. Make sure you got your life in order set up so that you don't die and go to hell. Make sure of that too. But again, like I said, man just wants to just do one bit, one one little piece. I'll do this, but uh, if you're gonna do this, do it all. Do it all, because I understand why people do and don't do certain things. They just want to be on the safe side. Those that are truly safe, they're like, hey, look, I just want to play it safe. I won't do this. I won't do that. I won't eat this. I won't wear that. Fine, that's fine. If that's how you want to. Work your salvation how you feel as though you got to work it, providing you have true salvation. Know the difference between true salvation and false salvation. 
you're not living the Bible. Is uh, you you're gonna hear me? I'm gonna be like a broken record telling you this. You gotta live the Bible. You gotta live the Bible because again, like he said, he exalted his word above all his name. And, but you're also gonna hear me. I'm not just gonna tell you live the Bible, live the Bible, live the Bible. I'm also gonna give you instructions of how to live the Bible. I'm gonna tell you what to look for that's gonna hinder you from living the word of God. I'm gonna give you instructions of what to do, what not to do, how to live, what to touch, what not to touch. How to condition yourself spiritually, how to watch out for Satan and, and, and his little tricks and devices. I'm not just gonna leave you to see, but this is where a lot of these other religious people and hypocrites and whatnot, this is what they'll do. They'll just be say, hey, uh, uh, just do this, but they're not telling you about how to live holy. They'll tell you, yeah, you should get saved, but how do you maintain your salvation? They're not telling you everything. They're telling you bits and pieces, and the reason why they're telling you bits and pieces is because they're more worried about getting you to the church to build up a membership more than anything else. Understand this, I don't have a church. My church is the church that I go to under private will to town. I don't have my own ministry. I'm not trying to build, per se. Don't get me wrong, I would love to have many followers and people who are listening to me and so forth and so forth. Absolutely, I would love that. But mind you, if I'm gonna do that, I'm still gonna have it be where I'm like, as long as my pastor is alive, I'm gonna be like, hey, look, I got all y'all. Hey, look, if you like what you hear from me, go listen to him. He can tell you many great things that, hell, I can't. He's got more experience than I do. He's got more wisdom and knowledge and deep revelations to God than I do. I can give you some deep revelations, but not deeper than him. God's going to deal with him on a higher level than he's going to deal with me. I'm, I'm not trying to build up a ministry for myself. I'm not trying to get you to come to the church so that we can build up a ministry. Screw, I mean, not build up a ministry, but build up a membership. Screw a membership because you got many people in these churches that they, these churches got membership after membership. They got millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people, and all of them are going to die and go to hell because the pastor ain't leading them right. We want you saved at the Word Evangelistic Church. Me and this Pain Fighter podcast, Pain Fighters Live, I want you saved. I can care less about membership. There's no point in being a member of something if it's not going to benefit you. By all means, sure, come out to the church. By all means, sure, come listen to the podcast. Come listen to Word Evangelistic Church on, on YouTube. Come listen to Reverend Lyle Lewis Live Pain Fighters. Click like and subscribe. Do all the great, fantastic stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. You want to send donations? You want this? You want that? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But understand... Before I ask for any of that, my main goal is to make sure that you get saved. My main goal is to make sure that you are not deceived by these churches. My main goal is to make sure that your soul is able to be redeemed by God on the day that he calls you home. That's my main goal. If I don't get nothing else, that's what I'm here for. I'm reaching in trying to snatch you out of the fire. That's my main goal. Thank you to everybody that supports. Thank you for the donations. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the positive words. But my main thing is to get you in a place where you can be truly saved. But you got it where a lot of people are not out here for that. They're not trying to do that. They don't want, they care less about salvation. They, hey, more members in the church makes our church look good. If I can show that I can get this many members in the church, then yeah, the pastor will make me a deacon or a minister. If I can show that it's...
If you come to Word Evangelistic Church, I care less if you drop my name. I, I don't care. I'm just happy you came. I'm happy you're here listening to the word. Hey, if you listen to the to the Word Evangelistic Church over on the YouTube channel, hey, I care less if you said, hey, Reverend Lyle Lewis referred me to this. It's a good, it's, I'm good. I care less. I'm just happy that you're listening. And I'm praying that you get saved. And I'm praying that after you get saved, that you stay saved. And I'm praying that one day I'll be able to meet you in heaven. That's, 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 that's my thing. But you're going to have it where so many people are going to tell you what you should and should not do, how you should and should not do things. Watch. Those of you that aren't saved or those of you who are like, you're in a bad church and you know you're in a bad church and you're going to start following the right path from this moment on. Watch how Satan and how people get around you and they start learning about what you're doing. Then watch how they're going to try to talk to you. Watch how they're going to try to turn you. Watch how they're going to try to question you. Watch how they're going to try to tell you that, you know, you should do it this way or you should do it that way. Or, you know, uh, why are you listening to him when you got this guy to listen to? But notice when you were listening to that guy and doing things your way, nobody had any questions for you. Everything was all good. Everything was hunky-dory. Nobody could care less. You're, you're, you're out there living in sin. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're laying up with everybody. You're coming to church. God bless you. Hey, hallelujah. Happy good time. Praise service for four hours. And then we all go home. And then, hey, everybody. Now here it is. You start living holy. And folks like, what's wrong with you? What, what, what do you think you're doing? It don't take all that. Girls, just come to church and tell the Lord to forgive you and move on. You believe in Christ. You'll be okay. So you got to be careful of how Satan will deceive you. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now, they try to tell you, but they don't tell you to live holy. Now, if you, you know, you got to understand. The Bible says, it tells us different ways to act, to be, to dress. The Bible says to dress modest apparel. All right. Now, these are some things that a lot of these churches, they try to tell you. They tell you to do like, my, the Bible tells you to dress modest apparel. What is modest apparel? The Bible, look, understand this. God could care less about your clothes. The only thing that he says, dress modest apparel. In other words, clothes, fully buttoned up, okay? All right? Buttoned up. I ain't sitting here with my doggone shirt half open, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm doggone Fabio or something like here, you know, doggone chest and, and nappy chest hair sticking out and stuff like that and you know you i'm not sitting here clothes aren't extra tight and sucked in and, and, and i'm dressed in a way you know i'm looking at the camera to make sure i'm, I'm telling y'all that i'm dressed correctly not that i didn't know but you know still gotta make sure i look good you know but um you know you, the bible tells you to dress modest apparel in other words dress in a way that is respectful if all you got is jeans and a t-shirt, then make sure you're wearing the jeans and the t-shirt in a respectful way. Don't come to church with doggone sagging pants. You know, don't come to church sagging. Don't come to church with your doggone clothes looking just, just a mess. Button your shirt up. Make sure it's not see-through. That's what I mean a mess. Like nobody can care if your shirt is wrinkled. To be honest with you, nobody really cares if your shirt's dirty. As long as you're dressed in the way that's proper. You know, I mean, you don't come to church stinking or nothing like that, but I'm just saying. Come to church dressed in a respectful way. Pull your pants up. 
button your shirt up. Make sure that the shirt ain't see-through and, and, and here it is, we see your doggone underclothes underneath your doggone clothes. Make sure that your clothes aren't too tight. Ladies, make sure that your doggone dress is, is falling below the knee. Make sure that it's not a doggone skin-tight club dress. How the hell do you go to the club and the club tells you? Now, the reason why I know this is because when I, I a lot of times, I work the night shift, right? So a lot of times when I'm driving to work, I drive by, you know, clubs and whatnot, and I see they got signs outside the door that says, if you're not dressed in a certain kind of way, we're gonna, we're gonna deny you access. I've watched people go to the club dress better than they come to church. When the Bible tells you, it tells the women, it says dress shamefacing. In other words, woman, don't come in with your dog on cleavage hanging out. We don't need to see the puppies, all right? Put them away. We don't need to see that you, you, you know, we don't need to see your underclothes through your clothes. We don't need to know, you know, what, you know, we don't need to know if you're wearing a thong or boy shorts. We don't need to know any of that stuff. The reason why I know about thongs and boy shorts, I got a wife, so, you know what I'm saying? She, you know, she's a woman. She wears these kinds of things. So, but again, I don't need to know that about you. I'm not saying you come to church in a doggone potato sack, but at the same time, don't come to church with everything exposed, hanging out, doggone, you got these doggone, you, 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 you look, just, just, just look. Come to church and dress in a way that, you know, your skin is covered up, I'm not saying you got to come in with a whole full face garb and the only thing we can see is your eyes. I'm just telling you, hey, top buttoned up. Blouse not tight to where it's like we can see, you know, we can see the outlining of everything that you're wearing underneath. Your pants, your, 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 your skirt, your dress is, you know, long enough to where it's, 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 you can sit down and you ain't got to worry about adjusting. Imagine somebody, put it like this, imagine somebody you respect, that you respect highly. Imagine you're coming to a job interview. You got some of you, you give man more respect than you give to God. You come to church in a doggone party dress, but you'll go to, you, 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 you go to work in a two-piece suit, properly fitted, buttoned up, nothing hanging out or exposing, nothing too tight, everything the way that it should be. But then you come to church, you got your dog on, your clothes are all open. Anybody who wants to look can look. It's come on, man. That's that's look, the Bible tells us it speaks against these things, all right? Okay? Now it tells us it tells the women to just and it tells the women not to wear men's clothes that doesn't mean that you can't wear pants wear women's pants men this means that you don't come to church in dresses i don't care what community i don't care what you know lgbtq abcd 45 78 community you're a part of The Bible tells us, no, you don't wear women's clothes. You don't wear men's clothes. Y'all wear your clothes. You wear women's clothes. If you're a woman, you wear women's clothes. If you're a man, you wear men's clothes. By all means, come to the church. Hey, I'd love to have you. I'd care less if you're gay. I just hope that you get saved. 
I hope you get saved. I hope you get delivered from that. You can come in, but you're going to hear the word of God and you're going to grow thereby and you're going to get delivered out of that spirit. Hey, look, understand, the Bible says this is wrong. I'm with the Bible. I stand with the Bible. I don't hate you. I don't dislike you. I just don't agree with what you do. That's all. That don't mean I don't love you. I still love you. You're still a soul. I still love to see you. I would still love to have it be when you come to church. By all means, come on. By all means, listen to the podcast. Listen to, I. I'm happy to have you listening. But I hope you're listening so that you can truly get saved. That's, that's all that it is. I got nothing against you. I can care less what you do with your life. But I will tell you, you know, the right way to go in life. I'll tell you what the word of God says. That's all I'm going to do. You, you, you got it where if you're here, nine times out of ten, you're somebody who you claim to read the Bible. You claim you love Jesus. You claim that you're saved. Well, if you're claiming it and I'm telling you what the Bible says, you, you can't get mad at me. If you get mad at me, you got to understand, like the Bible said, if, if, if they reject you, it's not that they reject you, they rejected me. I was ordained by God to come and preach. Not, I wasn't, I wasn't called by man. I wasn't called by no community. I wasn't called by, I was called by God to deliver this message unto you. So you can get be mad at me if you want to. That's absolutely fine with me. You're not mad at me. I'm not, this doctrine isn't my own. I'm just somebody who's coming and relating to those who don't know. Those who are deceived. Those who think they're walking in the right way and they're not. That's all that I'm here for. All right. Now, you got to understand. You got to be careful of religious people and religions coming to you and telling you something that is against what you've been taught. See, the word of God will go forth and 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 it'll, it'll break it down to you. Word of God will be broken down to you. And then, like I said, they'll come in and they'll try to sprinkle bits and pieces. You know what I'm saying? Of, of, of different things to try to confuse you. OK, now, mind you. OK, now you have it where. OK, bottom line, a prime example. Look at uh, Galatians 4 9. It says. Um, but now after that ye have known God and rather are known of God, how turn ye again unto weaker, weak and beggarly elements, whereunto you desire it again to be in bondage. See, these things that a lot of these people are telling you will, won't have you move forward in life. They're going to have you move back. And when they have you move back in life, it's going to put you in some kind of a bondage. Now, what do I mean by some kind of a bondage? Bondage means that it puts you in some kind of way where uh, uh, it locks you into something, be it a habit, being an addiction, be it uh, uh, unbelief, be it some kind of certain feeling or way against, it goes contrary to the word of God. You know what I'm saying? It's some kind of sin or anything along those lines. That's what a bondage is, something that traps you and ensnares you and causes you to, to, to not live up to the full standard of what the word of God tells you to do. See, you know, man could care less if you're deceived. Man could care less if you're deceived. You got to understand. You leave it up to man, man will say, live your life. It's God that compels us as ministers to say, make sure you tell the people the right way that I've instructed you to tell them. Prime example, you look at the prophets. I forget which prophet it is, Elijah or uh, one of the prophets. Or all of them. Actually, God had told it to all of them in, in a sense. But more or less, he told it, he said in the word of God, he said, tell the people the right way. Otherwise, I'm going to hold their blood. And if they die in their sins, and you warn them, then I hold them accountable. The blood will be on them. But if you don't warn the people, they're gonna die in their sins, and I'm gonna require the blood at your hands. I gotta get the blood off my hands. 
When I'm telling you to do this, hey, this is just me just washing my hands and telling you, hey, look, thus saith the Lord, okay? Thus saith the Lord, here's what you should do. And I'm not just telling you, I'm like, hey, look, I'm living according to the word of God. I go to church, dress my eyes as a pair. I make sure to guard my mind. I had to learn some of this stuff. There was some of this stuff I was able to just to hear from the word of God and grow thereby. And there was other stuff I had to learn the hard way. But nonetheless, I'm still operating the way that the word of God told me to do. I'm still living the word of God. I'm still fighting for my salvation, living in my salvation. I haven't given it up. See, this, that, that's what we're going to go to off into in, into the next set of notes. Now, see, got to be aware of Satan. You know what I'm saying? Be aware of Satan. Satan is lying in your mind, telling you it's okay to do things. And, 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 and he'll tell you, oh, it's okay to do this and do that. God will forgive you. That's one of the biggest tricks that Satan has. He'll tell you, because, oh, it's okay. Oh, you know, I, you know, it, it, you either have it be where, like, if you're like, 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 let's say, for instance, you got over, you know, you got over your addiction to drinking, right? You used to be an alcoholic. Now, you'd have been saved for several years, and then you come, and then Satan comes in, like, wouldn't it be nice to have a drink? Man, it's been such a long time. You should reward yourself. Now, you're sitting here saying, no, Satan, you know, we don't drink. Oh, come on, one little drink on weight won't hurt. God will forgive you. Just do it one time, man. Hey, it, it's okay. Don't fall for Satan's tricks, okay? Do not fall for Satan's trick. There is no such thing as the one-time one. Satan is trying to do something to get you ensnared. He's trying to get you something to trap you. He's trying to give you something or get you to do something to trap you in it. If you got out of it, like the Bible says, you know what I'm saying? We're not of them that draw back. You know what I'm saying? It said, you know, we it said, you know, we're not of them that like uh, we're like a dog returned to our own vomit. Or like the pig that got clean and went back to wallow in the mire. No. No, 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 no. If you're clean, stay clean. If you're holy, stay holy. If you're living right, if you got over addiction and you got out of certain bondages and you got out of certain habits and things like that that go contrary to the word of God, stay out of them. Don't allow Satan to try to tell you, oh, it's okay if you do it just the one time. Oh, you, you know, God, look, God will forgive you, but understand, Bible tells us we don't tempt God. We don't play with God. When God tells you to stop doing something and you stop doing it, that's it. Don't go back to it. That You're done with it. But Satan will try to get you, try to push you, try to nudge you, try to say, hey, look, no, it's okay. It's okay. See, you know, Satan will use these ways to hinder you from going to heaven. But see, it's my job and holy men's God like me to tell you the right way. Because see, like the Bible says, we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. And the reason why we're not ignorant of the devil's devices is because God had to give us the knowledge. We get the knowledge, We be it that we got it through life experience or do it, be it we just got it through the word of God. However it is we got it, God told us, now take that knowledge that you got and take go it unto other people. Tell them the knowledge. Tell them the understanding. Give them the wisdom. Give them the, the of. See, we spread the word of God by, we tell, hey, look, Satan is trying to do this. Satan is trying to do that. So that then this way you can grow thereby. You can come out. But see, Satan is going to try to lock you in. He's going to try to tell you that there's no hope for you. He's going to try to tell you that, you know, oh, you know, once he locks you in, that's what he's going to tell you. you know, and Which is one of the ways, see, here's the thing. I got the notes. It says, um, in the notes, I tell you, be careful of those. Be careful. Those who are fighting be careful of Satan. And here's the reason why. There's, uh, 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 what is it? We got three main ways that Satan tries to deceive you. Okay? One, 
He'll tell you that there's no hope for you and that you should give up, but this is wrong. All right, Satan is, 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 is the father of lies. Satan isn't gonna tell you the right way to go. He's gonna tell you the wrong way to go every time, even if he is. Here's the sad part, even when Satan is telling you the truth, there's a lie somewhere in there. That's the, that's the bad part. Satan doesn't always tell you, tell you a lie. Sometimes he'll tell you the truth to deceive you. This is the reason why you gotta be careful of Satan. Because Satan is, he's going, he doesn't care how he has to get you. If he has to lie to you to get you, he'll lie to you to get you. If he has to tell you the truth to get you, he'll tell you the truth to get you. Mind you, even though, like I said, like I said, even though he's telling you the truth, there's still bits and pieces of lies in there. There's still some deception in there. Okay? You gotta come to God with godly sorrow. If you're locked in something, right? Satan is going to try to tell you, you know, first he tried, first he told you, it's okay. God forgives you. The Lord forgives you this and that, that and this. Now, after, let's say that you did it. Let's say you listened to Satan, right? You fell for it. You fell for Satan's, you know, you fell here for his iconic line, right? Now, here it is. After you done fell for Satan, now here it is. You're hurt. You know what I'm saying? You know that you done fell God. You know that you done let God down. And now Satan's telling you, you should give up. Oh, okay. Well, you did this and you did that. God's not going to forgive you. You should have left that. Mind you, the same person who told you it would be okay, the same person that told you God would forgive you is now the same person that's telling you you should just give up. Now it's the same person that's telling you you should just walk away. Hey, look, you're right. God doesn't love you. Why, why would he, you know, how could God love you? And here it is, you're committing sin. You're doing this, you're doing that. Understand this. You fell. Acknowledge that to God. Go to God. Tell God, Lord, I fell. I acknowledge the fact that I fell. I'm sorry. But now, you know, you go to God with a contrite heart, you know, with a contrite uh, spirit and a broken heart. You go to God with godly sorrow. You let the Lord know what you did. You acknowledge your sin. You ask for forgiveness. And then you repent and move on. Now, mind you, your repentance isn't just you saying, Lord, I repent. No, you ask for forgiveness. You tell the Lord you repent and then you go and do the works of repentance, which is whatever it is that you just did, leave it alone from this day forward. Don't touch it. Don't go back to it. Don't listen to Satan try to tell you, oh, um, you know, it's okay. Just the one time. No, 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 no. Because see, Satan is going to keep trying to get you to do it and do it and do it. And he only did it so that he can open the door so that he can open the door of opportunity so he can come in. Okay. He will cause you to get number two. He will cause you to get trapped in your flesh and stay in a sin cycle. Now, this is what the first part leads to the second part. He causes you to go into a sin cycle. Now, mind you, a sin cycle is when you constantly are committing sin for a while. You either hear the word of God or you just come to yourself and you stop. And then after a little while, Satan talking to you, your flesh rising up or whatever the case may be, you go back into that sin and then you keep doing that. You're constantly in and out of sin. You're constantly rep repenting and so forth and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, one way that a, a lot of times that, that this happens is from being idle. Okay? Being idle is, is one big way that, you know, um, uh, 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 people go and they're constantly in this sin cycle. Okay? But...